With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. You're listening to the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. You're listening to a weekly podcast made by Miami Dolphin fans for Miami Dolphin fans. Your source for entertaining Dolphin news, insight, and general conversation. Here's your host, Michael Fink. Hey, it's Wednesday, and I'm here today with uh, Kirk Marks. Hello, Fin fans. And Jim Johnson. Hey, hello, everybody. Uh, we're going to talk a little bit briefly about the Patriot game, and uh, then we'll get into our, our look ahead to the Bills. Before that, I want to go over the injury report real quick. Uh, Landon Roberts has a concussion. Uh, he's in concussion protocol, so we'll have to see if he clears that uh, so he'd be eligible to play. Xavier Howard has a, a knee. Uh, Byron Jones has Achilles. Jakeem Grant, calf. Vegetalum, a pectoral problem. Van Noy, his hand, and uh, Williams, his knee. Now, uh, Van Noy and Williams both full practiced. Everybody else was limited, or not at all with Ryan Roberts' case. So uh, that that's the injury report. Now, you guys got to watch that game Sunday, and I haven't really heard your thoughts on it. Uh, Jim, what did, what did you think of that game? Well, it wasn't as I expected at all. You know, it was old school football. Everybody was basically just trying to run it down the other team's throat. And uh, earlier we had to, uh, you know, we discussed that we had to contain Cam Newton and we just failed to do that. So uh, things went downhill quickly. If Newton can have his way with the football, uh, you know, it's a downhill slide from there. I thought the read and react portion of trying to wait and see what Cam Newton was going to do with the football was unsuccessful at best uh, because all of our defenders would basically stop and go flat-footed, and then it didn't matter what they did with the football because our guys were stopped. I got to tell you something, Jim. uh, Cam is really, really good at, at holding that ball in there for a second and really making and really selling the run. Oh, exactly. He is fantastic. That's probably his best attribute. He, uh, uh, he does that phenomenally, and he holds that hand in there for like a couple of seconds as the play is going. But you've got to attack it because when you get in there closer, that's when Newton fumbles the football trying to change the play up. So you can't stop and wait that long. Yes, he's going to beat you if you over-attack, but he kicked a 
snot out of our defense either way. So that philosophy, you kind of you got to go a different way. You've got to attack that football more than what we did. So. You have to be aggressive. You have yes. to have somebody coming in from the right. outside, and you've got to have somebody taking the back. Yep, yep, that's what I'm saying. I saw I saw Van Noy like three times, and he literally stopped. And I knew what he's like. Which way is he going? But you've got to pick. You either got to pick the running back or the quarterback, and let the guys behind you catch the other guy. Because if you don't do anything, the play works either way. Because you've slowed your defense, and and they've yep. got a they've got an easy path no matter what they do with the football. So now, if you get too aggressive, Jim, play action will kill you. Oh, exactly. But when the no, I, I completely get it. I understand the theory, and that's why I said the read and react portion was it just didn't work out. You know, I mean, you, at some point you might have to roll a dice. Yeah, you might get beat for a big play, but they were just getting first down after first down. So you know, nothing was really working for us. So I I think we need to be a little more aggressive there. Yeah, and, I think they need to communicate better as well. I, uh, I think that was part of the problem. Yes, for sure. And the other thing that, uh, you know, on offense, without Parker, you know, we just didn't look very crisp. You know, Williams was falling down. That was a big problem. The officiating was poor. You know, they weren't calling hardly any flags at all. And uh, there was some bad non-calls. And then, you know, the pass, uh, the, you know, personal foul against the quarterback, uh, hands to the face, that, that never happened. You know, just uh, a lot of things uh, could have gone differently. And uh, the one bright spot to me was the offensive line, I thought, played respectably well, considering, uh, you know, we had two rookies out there. And, and I thought uh, I, I was pretty happy with how they played as a group. I think everybody was. I mean, they, look, they didn't have a perfect game, but, you know, for a couple of young guys who haven't played against NFL speed before, I thought they did an outstanding job. Well, if you think about it, all five of those guys have never played a, a snap of NFL football Together. before as mm -hmm. a group. Yeah. So they're all learning all the little nuances and timing and such. So practice is fine, but uh, it's different when you've got a real defense going against you. What were your thoughts, Kirk? Well, my thoughts are this. The offense didn't lose that game for us. The defense lost that game for us. And in key situations, they didn't take care of business. And one of the big problems, you guys had already touched base, but those those ends, they have to come up and they're supposed to have containment and they're supposed to turn those plays back into the inside. Correct. So that the linebackers can take care of it. And like you guys were saying, they're getting caught flat-footed. And once you get caught flat-footed, it, it's over. Yeah, you're so done. they were able to they were able to get to the outside and, and you know get all those chunks of yards. Where if they would have just came up the field, attack and turn everything inside, we got a better chance of stopping some of that. And when and they did make an adjustment in the second half where they started you know putting more people in the box, and that started to stop that a little bit. But if those ends get caught crashing in on that run pass option, that's what's going to happen. He's looking for the ends to crash so that they can, like in the Wildcat, when they were doing the Wildcat. Right, right. You're looking for the ends. If the ends crash in, then you take off to the outside. You fake it to the back and go. Yep. Now, the, the the thing that was the most frustrating out of all of it was that watching uh, watch Cam Newton being a jackass. That that even made it worse. That's what that's what I've said. Well, we've, we've been watching his whole career. I mean, yeah. you know, he's he hasn't been exactly the classiest person on the football field. 
exactly. Now, if he, you know, if he, if he did it with some class and they're beating us on the field and they're beating us with plays, all right, fine, I can live with that a little bit. But when you add that to the top of it, you know, you're just like, come on, man. Now it's, I don't know what was up with the chain. I hope our guys weren't trying to rip his chain off the neck, off his neck. But my question is, what are you doing on the football field with a chain to begin with? Well, you know, that's not the place, right? Just my thoughts on that. You know, uh, if you're wearing one, you're asking somebody to screw with it. Yeah. And I, and I think that, that, you know, the way he was acting was baiting us into a little bit of that stuff. And some of our younger guys, uh, yeah, took the cheese. Yep. Yep. And on offense, uh, you know, I think we should get those other guys involved. I think Breida should have been involved in it more. They should have tried some screens and were you listening to Lou? No, I haven't, I haven't. I haven't been paying attention to Lou. I'm okay. not in love with Lou right now, I well, guess. <laughs> oh. Well, if you listen to uh, Monday's podcast, uh, that was a, a point that he stressed. He was very unhappy with Gailey because he didn't feel he was creative enough. Yeah, and I and I and I agree with that. And I was surprised to see uh, like Perry and those guys inactive. I mean, they might not be ready yet, but well, that's what I think it is for the most part. Well, I hope he gets them ready because that's his job. Exactly. Get those weapons out there, and let's start trying some some different things and, and keep these defenses off. Yeah, I did see a picture of them practicing today, so if that means anything, they're trying. You know, it just the kids got to pick it up. Right. So, well, the, the other thing was, uh, here we go with this uh, Parker hamstring thing again. <laughs> um, you know, I thought last year that, that we were going to be over that, but we had said something earlier, Mike, about I can't really say that the wide receivers are – uh, the you know one of the best units on the team until we can make sure that those guys are healthy. And Williams, with him falling down a few times, it just looked like uh, he's not he's not there yet. Right, his legs aren't under him because he went down a couple of times that he he shouldn't have went down. And maybe he's just not you know as healthy as he needs to be right now. Well, I think he's coming back from a you know a serious injury. It t- it takes time. I agree. Uh, you know, and and honestly, they don't have a lot of depth. You know, Albert Wilson bailing out hurt them. But it is what it is. They've got to make the best of what they've got. Yeah, I agree. Well, well here we go with, uh, you know, with Grant saying he wants to be a, a number one receiver, and this is his year, and he's going to ball out, and he's hurt again. Yeah, our the issue with our receivers is they don't uh, they don't make receptions by getting a lot of separation. Uh, they win they win catches, you know, with physical play and height and reach and all that, and. He, I commented, uh, I think, on one of your podcasts, when when are we going to have a receiver be open? Fitzpatrick was constantly c- throwing into tight coverage, and, uh, you know, that you know we got to have some guys get open, and I don't know if it's poor execution, uh, you know, you know, slow routes, routes easy to see, easy to recognize, or, or, what, or if the Patriots secondary is that good. But, you know, all last year, you know, we had a lot of, a lot of plays that were fantastic, but they were still in tight coverage. You know, I'd like to see some plays or some receivers get open now and then. It'd be a lot, it'd be a lot easier on the quarterback. Agreed. The Patriots secondary is very good, though. Yeah, it is. Uh, so you know, you, you take that for what it's worth. But our guys are supposed to be very good too. So, uh huh. And that that kind of leads me into what I wanted to say about the Buffalo game, and I'll let you guys take it over after. Um, I can say this. I think personally that that the game for us is going to hinge on the receiver play versus uh, the defensive backs that they'll be facing. Parker's got you know a tough matchup if he's out there. 
Jadarius White is, is a good, good cornerback, so he's going to have his work cut out for him. But he needs to be out there because you don't want uh, uh, White covering Williams, you know. Uh, so if, if Parker can get out there, it makes Williams' job a little bit easier. He'll be going against Levi Wallace, who's not a bad corner, but he's not uh, Tredarius White. Ford will be going against uh, Taron Johnson, and uh, we'll see how that goes for him. How'd you feel he played in the slot, guys? I think he did pretty good. I think they should have got you know, some, more, some more passes into the slot. I trust Isaiah Ford. I think he's got good hands. I didn't think he had a very good game, personally. But Well, I didn't really, to be honest with you, Mike, I didn't really see too many passes being thrown his way. Yeah, which tend, well. That either means he's covered. Yeah, which is what I think happened. Yeah, and I don't think that, uh, I think that when Grant was coming across and, and Fitzpatrick threw that one pass that was picked off by the guy underneath, I think that, that shook him a little bit because it didn't seem like they went to that kind of play anymore. So I think Ford can handle his. I mean, I think he's better than Grant. Yeah, and that, well, you know, and that's, Grant yeah. hasn't proven himself, and and I think Ford is uh, pretty smart, and I think he can he can do it. He just needs a little bit well, more. Well, I don't think Grant belongs in the slot. I think Grant's an outside receiver. I really don't like him in the slot. I don't think he's durable enough to play in the slot. I agree. Byron Jones against John Brown, Xavier Howard against Stefan Diggs. That scares me just a little bit, and uh, Jamal Perry or. Whoever against uh, Cole Beasley. This was what my biggest issue was when I was looking at this game. We're going to find out a few things. You know, is Byron Jones that shutdown corner that he that he's supposed to be? And we're going to find out if Xavier Howard's knee is is healthy or not. You know, Stefan Diggs is is going to be a problem for us. I got a feeling we're going to have to have somebody over the top because uh, he's probably going to get past either one of our outside cornerbacks. Yeah, no, they're definitely going to have to pay some attention to him. Yeah, they're going to have to have somebody over the top, which takes a, you know a, you, you know, your safety out of anything else. So uh, that's my biggest concern is, you know, we've got the highest paid pair of cornerbacks and – we're going to find out, uh, you know, what they're made of in this game. Well, yeah, I, I, you know, but one game is not a season. So, we'll have, you know, time will tell. But the, the bottom line is this is a tough matchup for them. Um, and if, for us to win this game, they're going to have to win these matchups. Exactly, yeah. They're going to have to give, give our defense, the rest of our defensive line, some time to pressure Allen into some mistakes. Yeah, and I, I do think that Miami will play better against – those quarterback runs this week. And Allen's tough, and he's going to get some yardage. But I don't think they're going to get uh, – uh, they're not going to look as indecisive as, as they did this week, let's put it that way. Yeah, they should They should have figured out by now that they better, like we were talking about, turn those plays back inside Yeah, and, and, and just act and be aggressive. I'd rather them be aggressive, not get caught flat-footed. Yeah, the, the thing is, you know, we, we had so many new bodies on both sides of the field, and – Defensively, we've got game film for the coaches to point out what they what went wrong with plays. And you know, Cam Newton, Josh Allen, similar, you know, big strong running quarterbacks. So they do have some film that should help everybody play more successfully out there. I mean, these guys are going to get their yards, like you said, Mike, but you you've got to 
slow the roll or everything starts to click. And if you don't slow them down early, you you got a big problem. Buffalo is a good team. Yes. Buffalo's a real good team. Now, I don't know if they're a deep playoff team. That's really going to depend on Josh Allen, I think. But uh, they're a good team. And I think that right now, you know, that they are a more talented team than we are. Uh, but that's that's not a crime. We're in the middle of a rebuild. So yeah, they should exactly. they should be, you know. Uh, so that's that's kind of how I view the game. I, I think it's going to be a tough contest, and it's going to boil down to those receiver defensive back battles. If we can win those on both sides of the ball, then we've got a very solid chance of winning the game. Especially in the second half when the, the heat starts to burn up those, those exactly. Buffalo Bills. Uh, exactly. But I've got a question for you guys. Okay. Um, how is... Uh, Mr. Kindley going to make out against Ed Oliver, and how <laughs> how is uh, Austin Jackson going to make out against Jerry Hughes? Those those are my two biggest matchups after the cornerback wide receiver issues. You know they're babies, they're babies, so they got a lot to learn. And uh, it would not surprise me if Hughes has a solid game against uh, Jackson, but. You know he did. He did pretty well last week. I, you know, I he didn't have a great game, but he certainly held his own. And uh, if he can continue to do that as he learns, then we're going to be in good shape. We can always give him some help too. We can slide a tight end over to his side. Yep. To take care of that outside. And Kindley is a monster. I he saw a couple a of plays dude. where he got off that line and got to the second level and was just pushing the guys backwards. Yeah. So. He- Hopefully he can clog up that middle with uh, with Oliver. You know, you don't see guys that big, that athletic. He isn't an athletic guy. I mean, he was a lifeguard. You know, he's an athletic right. guy. Yeah. So it, it, he's really, I think, a great draft pick for where they got him in the fourth round. Yeah, there was one play where, like you said, Kirk, he got down to the second level and he was caught up with the guy blocking him. And, you know, he kind of stumbled. I thought for sure he was going down, but he, you know, he caught himself and, you know, turned around and headed back for the huddle. And I was like, wow, that's that's not easy to do when you're 346 Mm -hmm. pounds or something. So that was that was pretty impressive. So, yeah, and that's the that's probably the play I'm talking about. Yeah. Yeah, it would have been good if the running back had been right behind him, but it, it, it wasn't that great of a play, but it was it was good from the guard position. Yeah. So, Kirk, how do you think our defense matches up against their offense? Well, I have an idea what I think they need to do. I, watched, uh, I did watch a, a little bit of that Jets game, that Buffalo game, just a couple of minutes of it. Like I said, I couldn't get the condensed version. And it seemed like they were crowding the box. And one thing that they did do when they got – uh, a hold of Allen a couple of times was they didn't get caught flat-footed. They just attacked. And when they attacked, it took them right to the play. And they did grab him a few times. And, and the one time he got out and they, you know, they went to punch the ball and knock the ball out of him. He did fumble two times. Right. So you got to just not let him be clean. You have to be aggressive. But I think that with our defense, what we got to do is, and, and let me ask you guys this, you were talking about uh, both our corners. I think whichever corner is the is the healthiest should be on their best receiver, and I you know if it, if Azavian's not the healthiest, then then flip flop him and let Jones cover him and let Azavian uh, take John Brown. Well, Diggs is going to give anybody trouble. Yeah, but I you know at least you know Jones didn't have the greatest camp, but I did notice that he was right on the receiver. Yeah, but it's just our receivers were bigger and were able to go up and get the ball. But he was 
you know, he's pretty much pasted on him. So, no, try so to far, take so him. So is everybody else. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, that's true. That's true too. But you know, without without the preseason stuff, we can only see what they show us. Yeah, I know it's tough. But the best way I think to uh, to attack them is to load the box up and put our corners out on the receivers and make them beat us that way and and have the safeties over the top. But let's let's fill these gaps up. Let's get up there in the box and make sure that that we don't get beat by a running quarterback because I don't want to lose a game again that way. Well, it's it's tough to to you know help the cornerbacks with the the safeties if they're going to be in run support you know what i mean yeah but we put here's the here's the thing mike we put all that money out on those two corners they're supposed to be cover corners let them do their job yeah let them let them do their job let them get up there and get physical with these receivers up on the line let's see what happens i'd rather have that to happen than i would have this quarterback run through our like we're a sieve like he's done to us the last what couple years <laughs> yep yeah yep, it's, yep. it's been painful to watch but getting back to your question mike you asked uh what do you what do i think of the you know how our defense is going to go against our their offense and uh, i'll be honest i don't like it you know we still got the the josh allen uh running aspect of the game you know similar to what we had last week with the patriots but Allen and those receivers are much more dangerous than than Newton and and uh, the Patriots wide receivers. So we've got a lot taller task, if you ask me, to slow the the Buffalo offense than than what we did with the Patriots. I mean, if we had controlled Cam Newton, we would have had a lot better chance. We were, I mean, with ten minutes to go, it was a, it was a one score game, so we were right there. But with the Bills. The the only chance we're going to have, and you mentioned, you alluded to it already earlier, is is you're going to have to double cover digs, and that's a corner in the you know the deep safety, uh, and then Byron Jones is probably going to be on an island with John Brown on the other side. Everybody else is going to have to be. You're going to have to do more than that, Jim. You're also going to have to create turnovers and. Y- on offense, you're going to have to be able to run the ball because you have to control the clock. Exactly. But what I'm saying is you're going to have to have your other safety or a linebacker or somebody kind of watching the quarterback uh, and covering underneath and all that. But we have got to attack, be aggressive, even if we get burned a couple of times. But you have to be more aggressive about getting into that play to disrupt it because that's when Allen makes his mistakes. That's when he throws the bad passes and fumbles the football and, and does the stuff that uh, the Bills fans hate. Uh, so if if we can disrupt the offense getting in there somehow, uh, you know, Wilkins, can Ogba make a difference? Uh, these are the guys that's got to show up. And, uh, you know, Raekwon Davis, you know, these guys are going to have to make some plays. You know, it can't just be be Wilkins getting in there and doing some damage. We need other people contributing. And again, like you said, if if it gets to be a keep-up game, score for score, or we fall behind, we're going to be in deep trouble. Uh, you know, we're going to have to have some running game. And the Bills linebackers are a bit di- uh, dinged up. Uh, Milano and Edmonds are on the injury report. It's day-to-day. It's nothing serious. But Considering our young offensive line and their established defensive line, I, I don't anticipate a lot of time for the quarterback. So we're going to have to go to those under underneath routes and maybe get Smythe involved because they're probably going to try to take Gazeki out of a play. So 
switch it up a little bit and try to fool the defense with Smythe or Shaheen and, and see if that works to get something moving early in the game. Do you agree with all that, Kirk? I like what Jim was saying about the, uh, the underneath patterns and stuff like that. I think the best way to beat their offense is to keep them off the field. Yep. Is the you know like the time of possession like in that that Jets which Buffalo I said we need, we need to run the ball yeah, I agree with that yeah. yeah Buffalo Buffalo had the ball for forty one minutes of that game yeah. against the Jets so if you keep getting first downs that's what burns the clock up and uh, yeah you know we used Gaskin a lot last game that was kind of surprising to me uh, you know it's good to it's good to see. Uh, I just didn't expect that. So, you know, I don't know if the Bills are going to be looking for Gaskin more. I don't know if it's time to, you know, pop Brita in there and, and see if that surprises them a little bit as well. I don't think they'll be surprised by that. Yeah, I, I know, but you got to try something to mix it up. I agree with Lou on the lack of creativity last yeah, week. Yeah, everybody agrees with that, but it's easier said than done when you're dealing with a bunch of young people that haven't played together before, you know? Uh, they can put Breda in there, and he ran it, what, seven times last week? It's not like he didn't get in the game. He, he had a few carries. Uh, you know, but I think what Lou's really looking for is is them to look for him out of the backfield, much like he'd like them to use Drake. Yeah. Uh, so, you know, I, I'm sure, you know, in, in theory, they would like to do the same thing. I just don't think the opportunity presented itself. So we'll see how it goes. Uh, you know, there's some other kids that they brought in that they're going to get a look at eventually, too. So, I mean, things are going to change. It was only the first game of the season. Not everybody is at the same level of, of uh, com- you know, comprehension of the, of the scheme. So we'll see. We'll see how it goes. We also got to, you know, take this with a grain of salt. I mean, Buffalo opened up with the Jets. Yep. So... You know, we know that Buffalo is a real good team. They're supposed to be anyway. And they beat up on a Jets team, which is just a dumpster fire. So if we could fix some of these issues, um, one thing I'd like to see them do, you were talking about how to, you know, beat their defense. I watched the first series of that Jets game, and Buffalo just stacked the box. They had everybody in. They had the corners up on top of the receivers. Mm -hmm. And then right before the snap, the two cornerbacks dropped back. So if they're – defense is going to be really aggressive on the line and our our line is pretty good at pass protection let's drop a couple middle screens in on them or stuff like that with they're overly aggressive so that they stop attacking like that catch them on the outside because if that corner takes off and the receiver takes off then we can swing a Brita or a Gaskin or somebody out there into that flat right and behind them yeah and and loosen them up a little bit so we got it you know we just can't go basic run up the middle you know try to run through the tackle Catch them off guard with a couple of plays, a couple of RPO, you know, a couple of RPOs, a couple of them, uh, and and just take it from there. But it's gonna, it. I, I agree with Lou. It's got to be a little bit more creative to get them on their heels a little bit. We have to keep them from, you know, just steady coming at us into our backfield. And the only way to do that is to catch them off guard with a few of these screens, and not that wide receiver screen Gage used to run. I'm not talking about that crap. I don't want to <laughs> see that. But I want to see that running back swing out if they, you know, they open the inside and we can get the their ends to crash in there's a few things you can do and uh i'm sure chan Gelly knows and i'm sure he's gonna we'll see some of that i really believe that we'll see some a few of those type plays well i'm looking forward to the game guys i'm looking forward to miami playing a better game uh, i think they'll be better prepared because they've had another week they finally went against some real competition and i think that helps you know uh 
I think people forget how young this team actually is. So, you know, we saw the numbers. They're the second youngest team in the league, and uh, that's with Fitzpatrick. So, <laughs> you know, uh, they're a pretty young team. So, look, it's going to get better. I believe it's going to get better. Now, whether or not it gets better this week, I don't know. But they are going to get better. I don't have any doubt of that. So, we'll see how they play. Uh, is there anything else about the Buffalo game you guys would like to add? 87 degrees and a lot of humidity. <laughs> oh, man. I think we can bank on that. Yeah, nice dark blue jerseys, like Jim said earlier. Mm-hmm. And, uh, Mike, you've, sat, you've been to those September games, and I've been sure. to those September games. And I've seen the best teams wilt in that heat. I've seen some of the best fans wilt, too. Yeah, no quap. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> They're a lot louder in the first quarter than they are late in the game. That's <laughs> uh, funny. But, uh, yeah, no, that, that, the heat will definitely wear you down if, if uh, you're not prepared for it. So, uh, but there's only going to be 13,000 fans. I figure, you know, 5,000 of those will be Bills fans. So we'll see how that goes. But uh, I, I hope I don't see that because I know that with the, the season ticket holders, a lot of season ticket holders were hoping that they were able to get their seats. Yep. They weren't sure. And uh, if we see 5,000 fans in there, that, that's, that's pitiful that, you know, the, the season ticket fan base would give up that many tickets. Well, think about it. If you keep your seats and you really don't want to go because of COVID, they're selling for twice as much on the secondary market. So you're making a profit. Yeah, yeah, I so, saw I saw uh, the prices yeah. on some of that. Yeah, so that's the thing, you know. So that's how the bills are going to get in if they get in. But anyway, uh, you know, I, I hope they have a better performance, win or lose. And uh, I want to see uh, the offense be a little more aggressive, so people get off Gailey's case. Uh, you know, everybody was saying, you know, the game passed him by, and this and that and the other thing. You know, he's three months older than Bill Belichick. His age is not the problem. So we'll see. We'll see what happens. And uh, with that, I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to thank you guys for uh, joining me. And uh, we'll be back. You and I, Kirk, will be back on Monday. Yep. Looking forward to it. Fins up, everybody. Fins up, doll fans. Fins up. All right, so that's our show for this week. I just want to remind everyone that the FinFans podcast is part of the DolphinsTalk.com podcast network. Sports Social Podcast Network.